This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome to the Blank Slate, and thanks for pushing play. We're starting this 15 seconds after last week's show. You, if you listen, if you're subscribed, you know what's about to happen. And if you can fucking read and you saw the title of the show, and I'm so excited, I'm just talking way too fast. I'm kind of doing an impression of our subject right now. Or if you're, this is your first episode of the Blank Slate that you're listening to, you were searching for something very specific in iTunes. Well, yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're not Dilaton Paul. I did not click random article and got Regis Philbin, even though that'd be great. <laughs> this was very deliberate. This was very deliberately done. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Mullet, over Skype is your other host, Rich, in Chicago. What up, dogs? Uh, which I want to hear Regis Philbin say. I I want what a certain man with the initials BB on our initial podcast is. I want Regis Philbin to be to the blank slate. Do you follow that? BB? You know, that guy who does that thing. That we say sometimes he blinks and chocolate milk comes out his nose. I'll just say, that oh, guy, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That guy on that show, we should make Regis Philbin on this show. <laughs> so... Well, we'll have a jumping board uh, uh, to, to go off of after this episode. Absolutely. So if you heard the last podcast, Rich brought up the concept of guest host on late night television. And I brought up Regis was one of the go to's for um, David Letterman. He was a constant guest. Actually, he was the the only joke in Letterman's 9-11 monologue was talking about how he's glad Regis is here because we actually have something to laugh at. Um <laughs> And I, I Googled Regis because I didn't know if Regis was still alive. I wanted to make sure Regis was still with us. And he is still with us. He's 83 years old. And I just I, – I haven't scrolled down on this Wikipedia page, and there's so much to look at. So first his, of all, his name. That's, that's the first thing. Regis Francis Xavier Philbin. Hell yeah. Uh, you go over to the picture of him, and he uh, – it could have been from Madame Tussauds. It looks exactly the fucking same. The picture's from the 2009 Tribeca Film Festival. What the fuck was he doing at the Tribeca Film Festival? He had tickets. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, what the fuck is Regis going to do at the Tribeca Film Festival? <laughs> it's just mind-boggling. He's going to so, watch movies. What, 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 is, what about the Tribeca Film Festival do you not get? Like, what like about? Can, like, can or con, I always fuck it up. I get. Like, he, Tribeca's too hip for Regis. And two hips is probably what Regis doesn't have. Um, so before I get into also more of the Wikipedia, the thing I want to mention, because I keep fucking it up. Have you ever seen the clip on uh, Wheel of Fortune of Regis being one of the answers and four people get it wrong because they can't say his last name right? No. Uh, it also like just slowly washed over me exactly what we're attempting to do here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now let's practice for April 1st. Uh so he, so it's Phil Ben is his name, and they literally have the the clue totally spelled out. It's live with Regis Philbin and Kelly Ripa. The first person goes Philman, and they're like, "Uh, I'm sorry, we can't accept that." Next person fucks it up even worse. The third person gets that right, but messes Ripa up. <laughs> it's 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 incredible to watch. Uh, go seek it out. Uh, so other things here, uh, you know, yeah, showbiz entertainer. He holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the most time spent on a TV camera. That's insane. That is really insane. That is like the coolest record to hold ever. 
Like, how hard is that going to be to beat? Um, I don't know. I, something about me, so, something tells me that it can be. Well, what it what is that record? Like how many hours it is? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would have to look it up. Let me read just world record. This is insane. <laughs> what I'm doing. Because that sounds attainable to me, especially with just like how much TV there is. And like people can have multiple shows. Like I feel like Chris Hardwick is already creeping up on that. Uh, 16,746.5 hours. He broke his own record in... Uh, he broke it by 198 hours in 2011. Oh, he broke his own record every hour. That well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they just updated it from the previous year, I guess, is what it is. Somebody's daughter. <laughs> so, uh, so there's that fact. Uh, the bottom thing I never knew about, he hosted a show on Fox Sports 1. Yeah, I just saw that for the first time, too. Hadn't heard is, anything about it. And this is the reason I wanted to start this, because I was scrolling through, and I saw... Philbin hosted, and I thought it said Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> I got fucking stoked. I was so fucking excited. I'm like, what? How do you host that show? I don't know. I, I was so I was so excited. I was like, up who next? Wants, who wants to see her tits? <laughs> it's exactly what it would be. Up next, we have a co-ed from Arizona State University. <laughs> Oh, but he still has Kathy Lee next to her, just like fucking being drunk. So, all right. So now let me start to scroll down. Okay. All right. It's just, all right. Let's see here. He's born in the Bronx. Go figure. Um, Joey Bishop was Joey Bishop. Like, I know I, I, you know, he was like Joey Bishop's like sidekick or whatever. He was like in the rat pack, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Just want to make sure I had the right guy. You got it. Cool. Um, God, he was on this fucking live show for like thirty years. Yeah, how like many game we, shows. How many game shows did he get after Who Wants to Be a Fucking Millionaire? He had Million Dollar Password. He did what's this other one? Oh, he did America's Got Talent. He hosted the first season of that. Yeah, huh. like he did everything. Man, like he did everything. He's good. Game show career. He went to. What was this here? He did. What was this other thing here? Oh, he hosted a revival. Oh, that's the same thing. Password. He hosted. The, he hosted a um. Uh, a revival of This Is Your Life. I don't remember that. He reported that the op, that his option on the contract for the show had lapsed. Okay, so he had to actually do it. Yo, man, Philbin does work. He filled in for Dick Clark when Dick Clark had a stroke in two thousand and four. Regis was like 98 then. <laughs> How are you older than the guy that you're going to replace who had a stroke? <laughs> Good Lord. Um, he hosted the Emmys in 2010. Oh, the daytime Emmys. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember the, day- the Emmy Awards of Regis creaking and crawling everywhere. Um, yeah, Return to TV with Fox, Fox Sports. A, da- a daily sports talk show, panel of hosts. Yeah, like, that's all that's about. There has to be more on this show. Like, did this actually happen? Is someone fucking with us? Like, right now? I I wouldn't think about it much more. Like, uh, yeah. I, as much as I want to know, like, what the concept of the show was, like, I don't know, man. 
Return to TV daily. Okay. Yeah, man. And here, all right. So written in musical works. He's an author and a singer. He had two autobiographies. All right. Great autobiography title right here. Who wants to be me? That's good. <laughs> also, I'm glad that his first book uh, has an exclamation point at the end. I'm only one man. <laughs> it just sounds like Regis was the one that yelled it. Two autobiographies uh, five years apart from each other. Not only that, but ooh, Wikipedia, you sneaky, tricky little minx, you forgot to mention Regis Philbin's 2011 memoir, How I Got This Way, that is also available on audibletrial.com slash blank slate. You can download that mother for free. That's a $28 audiobook that you can get for free with your 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash blank slate while I'm here, while I'm on the subject, you cool cats and hip dudes and ladies. I uh, personally had two audiobooks be released this very week. The first is a true coming-of-age story called How My Gay Uncle Effed Up Christmas. Did that title make you squeam and squirm? Well, it did for me, too. And that's reason enough to download it to see if you can actually hear me a little bit uncomfortable while I'm reading that. While also, it does have a nice heart to it with some crazy characters. The other book that came out this week, the other audiobook, also available on audibletrial.com slash blank slate starting this week is users book one my angels have demons a gritty superhero drama set in the rainy space of seattle check it out written by stacy and jennifer buck super interesting very deep very gritty and emotional and gripping and ripping Check that out. All of those titles and 150,000 more available at audibletrial.com slash blank slate. Go there for your free 30-day free trial and download. Now, let's hear about Regis Philbin's crooning career. Um, so he's best described as a crooner. In the style uh, for- of his favorite singers, Dean Martin, Perry Como, Frank Sinatra. Tested the musical waters with the 1968 pop vocal release. It's time for Regis again with an exclamation point. <laughs> After receiving poor reviews, <laughs> Regis, our Philbin, was reluctant to record another studio album. Occasionally sang on live, usually in duet, duet with another singer, and he recorded 36 years in between. Mm-hmm. When you're smiling, 2004, and then he released the Regis Philbin Christmas album as well. Oh my God, he did a duet with Donald Trump of Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> And that's when I type Y-O-U-T-U-B-E dot com. <laughs> oh, please tell me I can find this. His, his last album that he had was uh, in 2009. Just you, just me. Two periods. No exclamation points. Was his highest charting album that... <laughs> <laughs> it does not say that, does it? At nine. Wait, where? I don't see this at all. Go down oh, to his discography. Down to the bottom. Go down oh, to his yeah. discography. It's the longest fucking article ever. Oh my god. It's gonna take me forever to get through the credit section. <laughs> How did that it had to be that has to be on like the like the pot like the adult contemporary, right? Billboard two hundred. Oh, fucking kidding me. It did, like the uh, the Christmas album made it to nine on the holiday album. Yes, it did. 
God, that Rudolph Donald Trump had a single. How many films was he in? See, he was in. I don't. Remember, I didn't see Mr. Geniality too. He was the ringmaster and Robert Benini's Roberto Benini's I, Pinocchio. My eyes just landed on that. <laughs> he was a Dudley Do Right. My eyes just landed on that. All right, all right, I got the next one. Bad news bears go to the pan. No, nah, the great Buck Howard. Damn it. Fuck. Uh, the TV section is insane. As it should be. Oh my. Oh jeez, a whiz. When was he on Raw? <laughs> Oh, I can't talk about that. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. You don't remember that, though? No, I don't. Yeah, it was forgettable. Uh, okay, good. So I'm falling in line. Let's go back up here to uh, personal life here. Let's see. He opened a Ford dealership up in 1984. It closed in 1988. Go fucking figure. He is known to have trouble handling new technology and is frequently confused with operating electronics. Like, that's just old people. Like, don't throw that on Regis and his Wikipedia article. That's just mean. Don't you he put that not, on him. He does, not usually, uh, he does not usually use computers, although he did use one for an episode of Live during summer 2008 demonstrating how to find homes online and did not own a cell phone until September 10th, 2008. Oh, okay. Man, I'm glad it was that year. I was like, that's a weird coincidence. That would be the, the day before September 11th. Uh, does not completely reject technology. He simply has joy, make calls, and send emails for him. Like, he, he added this himself, I think, <laughs> on this fucking article. Uh, health, angioplasty in 93. Triple bypass in 07. Hip replacement surgery in 2009. He came back a month after hip replacement. A month and three days. He's he is the Cal Ripken Jr. of television. And underneath, in May 2010, he underwent surgery to have a blood clot removed from his calf. He returned to work the next day. Yo, he is the Iron Man of television. Hands down. What the fuck? Unbelievable. So do you have like any any like personal memories? Not like that you've met him, but just like in your life, what comes to mind when you think Regis Philbin? That's I the, think that's the weirdest question I've asked of the year. <laughs> Actually, I have a really good answer to this. Uh, I think of a lot. Um, this was like my mom's favorite show, like like in the mornings. Like if I was if it was the summer and I was awake from nine to ten, my mom would watch Regis. Mm -hmm. um, I know way too much about Regis. I, I know who Gelman is, for Christ's sake. Well, you especially know way too much about Regis now. And well, now, but I mean, even before this, like, yeah. there's no reason to know. I, I've heard Regis Philbin yell the words Gelman way too many times in my life. They're super producer on that show. Yeah, well, I he's remember, practically a character at that point. Well, yeah, and also if you've seen SNL, then you know true, Chris Kattan is Gelman. But, um... Yeah, I remember watching the show like when Kathy Lee left. Like I remember watching her last episode. I remember watching all the episodes with all the people leading up to him, them hiring Kelly. I think I watched his last show. I think I sought it out. I was like, Regis Philbin's leaving television? Is a meteor heading for Earth? It, I, it makes me think of just family in the summertime. Like I would only catch Regis in the summer. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm out of school. I guess I got a lot of watch, watching Regis in my future. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like, I, I have seen way too many episodes of Live with Regis and whoever. To, I mean, I've never watched an episode of Live with Kelly and Michael because I, I don't care. 
but if Regis popped on every now and then, I'd be like, okay, yeah, what's what, let's. Uh, I loved. I got a lot of my news from Regis because every really? morning he would just pick up the newspaper and be able to talk about it on television. Yeah, that was a job. That was his job. Was like, yeah, hey, look at this. Yankees lost another one, and now we and do just, it into microphones. Yeah, and he doesn't understand it. He which was is the, great. He was the first podcaster. Absolutely. Regis Philbin was the first podcaster. <laughs> Regis and Kathy Lee was the first podcast. Oh, God. Um, and he, it's the thing. And he had to put up with a lot of her stupid bullshit, too. Yes. Uh, what about you? Very similar. Uh, my mom would watch that in the morning, so I would end up watching that as well. But mainly, I connect live with Regis and Kathy Lee with Monday Night Football. Oh, Frank Gifford? Because of Frank Gifford. Yeah. The, that three-man booth of Al Michaels, Frank Gifford, and... Hold on, say it again. Frank, uh, Al Michaels, Frank Gifford, and... Oh, fuck, I have this. This happened to me... The Oh, my God, this happened to me before. And not Dan Fouts. No. Uh, yeah. Lynn Swan? No, no, no. no. He, was, he was a sideline reporter. Uh, it might be Dan. Dan Deerdorf. Dan Deer. <laughs> fucking Dan Deerdorf. Oh my god, he's so fucking bad. Um, Which makes me think of uh, the uh, George Carlin joke where he's talking about uh, Monday Night Crucifixions. Yes. Don't you want to hear how Dan Deerdorf explains why the nails go in the side? <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, that was the. Uh, three-man booth for Monday Night Football when we were growing up. And my dad would, like, sneak me out of bed. He would, like, wake me up at 9 o'clock and sneak me out of bed to, just to watch the Monday Night Football All My Rowdy Friends opening. <laughs> of course. he thought that was going to, like, leave some indelible mark. Which, hey, it has. He won. Uh, and, but I also remember him, like, telling me the really one degree of separation between Monday Night Football (laughs) and live with Regis and Kathy Lee and then trying to glue that in my head like so he played football obviously Mm -hmm. what did she do (laughs) and then just Regis being the 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 old yelling man next to her right just reading the paper <laughs> he literally got to do what every other person that age did every day. Yeah. Wake up, have a cup of coffee, read the paper, and yell about it. Except he got paid millions of dollars to do it. And you know what? I don't mind going in the box on this because it's totally worth talking about. And I think you can probably handle your own on this one. But some of the best Regis and Kathy Lee clips to go back and watch on YouTube are whenever they have wrestlers on the show. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely. batshit insane. Yep. And totally worth watching. I went down a, a, a wormhole of watching mm-hmm. uh, like Rick Rude and the Ultimate Warrior on there, Stone Cold. Yep. Just you name it. Uh, and so I am now in the box for breaking the one rule on Blank Slate. Uh, Mullet, take it away. Awesome. Well, I think the Dolphins should not have signed the guy from the Jets, and here's why. Uh, <laughs> hey, can you turn your camera on for me real quick? <laughs> Oh, this is fun. Uh, All right, Rich, you're back in. Okay, no, well, see, here's the thing about (laughs) Joe Philbin. (laughs) Oh, this is how you do Dillacom Ball. Okay, good. We're we're, we're, we're prepared now. Awesome. See you later. (laughs) 
But yeah, but, no. Uh, all right, how long has this been going? I think we're good. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I just wanted to get that out. Like, I saw a lot of stuff, and I'm just like, okay, this, this, we can, we can milk this for one extra week. Um, and now I'm going to look up nothing but Monday Night Football stats because you talked about that. I'm on the the Wikipedia page right now, just the history of Monday Night Football, which might be as long as Regis. Uh. But you should go check that out yourself, listeners at home, because that's going to be it for the Blank Slate this week. Check us out on um, Podswoggle.com. We're part of the Podswoggle Network, along with our other podcast, Podswoggle, Wrestling Podcast with Jerks, Picked Up, a TV podcast with Pilots and Wops, and Married with Movies, a married podcast with movies and my wife and my wife. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That's where we encourage you to subscribe to it. Leave us a review and five stars there. Also, all the other podcast mediums like Stitcher, we're on that as well. Send us an email at blankslatepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. And also follow us on Twitter at blankslatepod. But uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. You can find me personally at your host, Mullet, on Twitter. Rich, you can be found at Rich Cammy on Twitter, correct? Uh, at Rich Cammy and at Rich Cammy4 on Instagram. Hit me up on the Insta. Graham. Yeah, that's it for me. Rich, you have anything else? Yes. Uh, as of right now, the blank slate follows at Regis. Hell yeah. Oh my God. He has a Twitter? Yes. For not using technology, he's got a Twitter. Good for him. With only 25,000 followers. That's a travesty. Follow Regis Philbin on Twitter. Yeah, don't follow. Never mind us. Follow him on Twitter. He needs it. (laughs) All right. Well, then for Rich, this is Mullet signing out for the blank slate. You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch you later. Oh, that is a great selfie. A Regis? Yeah, with a bunch of people I don't know. I just Googled Regis selfie. Nothing but a bunch of Italian guys. (laughs) He tweets back and forth with Kathy Lee all the time. He doesn't know what's going on. This is a picture of him with, I think that's Justin Tuck. KLG, you're killing me. He tweets like he talks. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.